Hey everybody, this is In The Mix with Sister Johnny, and I am back. Hey, I have been away for a minute. There's been a lot going on, you guys. I had some major, major things going on in my own life. And I called on the saints of God to pray for me and my family. And it was one of the toughest spiritual fights I've been in to date. You know, sometimes you think you've gone through a fight and you think that fight right there. Lord, I thank you for bringing me out. And you think sometimes that that fight was the fight of the century until you have another fight. And then you realize that that fight you just had had nothing on this one. What it showed me again is how I'm so dependent on God. I'm dependent on him, y'all. Before I get into this, I thank you so much for your prayers. Those that's been praying. And those that's like, Sister Johnny, what you talking about? I need you to pray, y'all. I realize everybody's going through something. Saints of God, hold on. Help is on the way. God brought me out, brought my family out. And I'm so grateful. For those of you that are listening to In The Mix for the very first time, I want to welcome you to In The Mix. If you want to catch up on some of the previous broadcasts, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. And you can pick the platform of your choice. I'm available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Sister J-O-N-N-I-E. And YouTube, Sister J-O-N-N-I-E. In the mix, M-I-X-X. Today I'm going to do something a little bit different. Today, I am going to be praying. I'm being obedient. God has put on my heart for the last couple of months to get up and pray online at midnight. And I said, God, why at midnight? But now I see why all the things that's been happening seems to be happening after midnight until about six in the morning. So saints of God, today's broadcast is going to be a little bit different because all I'm going to do is pray. We need God. It's time to go back. Go back to our first works, our first love, and do it over. It's not about getting the bag, money, status. 
This is probably the most vulnerable I've ever been. See, for the, for the last year, I haven't worked. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, you know, I, I need to go to work. But God said, no, I need you to pray. And God has supplied all of my needs. But sometimes, you guys, are we doing things because we want to? And we going after the bag? Is it really God? Or is it you? See, what I learned from 2020 when everything shut down is what really is important. See, when those fires hit and people lost everything they had overnight, they didn't care about the bag. When people lost their lives and lost loved ones to the virus, nobody cared about the bag. When people were locked down and shut down in their homes with no one, and they were locked in some beautiful homes, and some were locked in a tent on the street all alone. Some people were all alone in their cars, and they had nobody. Did anybody care about the bag then? See the bag, the money. What I get is everyone's getting money or was getting money. Get all the alcohol you want, all the drugs you want, all the sex you want, all the money you want. Money, the government just throwing money, money, money at everybody, right? that wasn't good enough people making money in the stock market and God to me is saying okay I gave you everything I gave you what you wanted but not what you needed have you ever got what you wanted but not what you needed You got the house, you got the money, you got the cars, you got the jobs, the companies, the jets, all the drugs you want, all the alcohol you want, all the sex you want. You got all this stuff, but you're still empty. See, my mother... She's gone on to glory. But she, her life taught me something years ago. That woman lived in a studio apartment. (laughs) 
And she had nice, fancy cars that people gave her. Jaguars. They were older, but still, they were Jaguars, Mercedes, Cadillacs. She shopped at a consignment store, and she had Italian shoes and suits and hats. And she's just beautiful to me. And I said, Mom. You're the richest poor person I ever knew. Because she gave so much to people. When she had very little of her own. But yet when you see her, you would think she had a lot. That even if she may be driving up to this big house. But she didn't. And that's when I realized it ain't about the money. It's not about the material gain. A lot of people making money off stock market. I talked about, you know, even investing silver and gold. They call it God's money because it's going to be here when everything else is gone still. But the Bible says something. Jesus said, What profits a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? So to me, God said, Here, take it all. You don't want me? Like the book of Judges. There you go. Go ahead. Go on now. Here. And people still aren't happy. Because see what I realize. Is happiness. Is a state of mind. Because you can have people that. Have all the money and all the possessions in the world. And they're still not happy. And then you can have somebody that don't have any of that. That lives in a very remote part of the world and don't even have shoes on their feet. But when you look in their eyes, you see joy. You go beyond happiness and you see joy. Despite everything that they're going through. So then I asked myself, God, what are we doing? What are we doing, y'all? A friend of mine is going through something real tragic right now. And what hurt my heart is I called a couple of churches to see about funeral services now you know California is open but it's discretion out here I get it one church said well are you a member no she's not a member no we're closed another church said these these are big churches you guys said this particular church had two 
locations. That's how big it is. And they said that the guy that's responsible for funeral services was on vacation. And that there was nobody else available to help. She said, I'll try and call him, but he's on vacation. He's not going to, he probably won't call back. Then I waited, called back. She was on lunch, a break, called back. She called me back. And she said, well, I told you earlier he was on vacation. I said, well, I know, but he hasn't called yet. She says, yeah, I told you he might not call you. I said, I can't believe as big of a church as you guys have that it's one person that's responsible for funeral services held there. If there's no one else that can do it, she said, there's no one else. I said, well, what happens if you have a member that needs help? With funeral services, they have to wait? She said, yes, unfortunately. I understand, but yes, that's, that's our policy. They don't have anyone else. And I said, wow. What are we doing, you guys? What are we doing? Why even have a church building? Is it a business for some? Because I know some pastors that really have a pastor's heart. They're not on TV. They're not well known. They're just out here in the street in the trenches helping people. I said, okay, God. This is why you allowed this shutdown. In God's house, everybody is welcome, whether they're a member or not. In God's house, everyone is welcome. So if I'm not a member, if my friend, my friend, she's not a member of a church, but you can't tell me she don't love God. Is she perfect? No, none of us are. But when I went out to do outreach on the street during the pandemic, so many church leaders and people in the body of Christ would not go outside because of fear. And this woman who does not have a membership at a church showed up and walked with me and helped when many people in the church wouldn't but somebody opened their doors to her So it's not all church leaders. But the ones that's in it for business, I pray. Get a hold of their hearts, God. 
and let them see the error of their ways. And if they don't, Lord, let your will be done. This gotta stop, you guys. It's not about money. It's about souls. If you a pastor and you listening, if you know you've been about the bag, people are hurting out here. People, I was taught when I was called and chosen to come to the ministry that souls are in the balance. That's what, that's what the elders taught me. You have to walk up circumspectly. <sighs> Be sure of your calling. Souls are in the balance. They didn't say it was about money and church business. See, back then, a lot of pastors, they were called, they didn't have, they didn't know a lot about church business and all that stuff. They had to learn on-the-job training. But what they did have, they had a love for God's people. And they understood that if somebody came and they needed help, even though they weren't members, they understood this is a soul. And I need to help them. Why do you guys shut people out? Because they're not members. Why? Why do that? We are helpers one to another. And sometimes I just wish we can just move all the titles, positions, status, all of that stuff. But we could just... Move it out the way. And remember why we're Christian leaders. It's about the souls, y'all. It's about souls. Okay? And I hear different people say different things about money. But let me just tell you something. At the end of the day, it's about souls, okay? With all minds clear, let us pray. God, I just come thanking you right now, the mighty name of Jesus, for your love. I thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. I thank you, Lord God, because no matter what, you are with us. You reign supreme. And God, we lift you up today. You said, if I be lifted up from the earth, that you will draw all men unto thee. Men meaning women, children, doesn't matter. Humans, your created beings, you draw to yourself. 
So God, we lift you up right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I say, Lord God, have your way. Lord, we need you. If ever is a time, God, we need you. We need you now. Lord, incline your ear. Hallelujah. For the prayer and supplication being made right now. Lord, if you will be so merciful. Hallelujah. To hear our prayer. Even though we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it, God. Lord, I thank you that your mercies are new every single morning. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that if you, Lord God, can deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. If you, Lord God, can deliver the children of Israel out of the wilderness. If God, no matter how the children of Israel may have sinned against you. In the book of Judges, I'm reminded how they will repent and they will cry out to you and you will raise up a judge, God, to deliver them out. And it went on for such a long time. I'm reminded, Lord God, of how you said you have been a husband to Israel. You kept your end of the bargain and God, you did it. Not because of them, but because of your word, hallelujah, and the promises that you made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And because of that and the strength of your word, you didn't destroy them. So God, I cry out to you, have mercy, have mercy on us, God. We're not worthy. We're not deserving of mercy. But God, I pray today that you have mercy on us, God. Have mercy on this nation. You said if your people who are called by your name will humble themselves turn from their wicked ways God that you'll hear you'll hear our prayers and you'll heal our land God our land is sick it's sick God every day through your grace that you wake us up there's more sickness that we hear in the land in the atmosphere And God, we need you. We're trading in money, the bag, possessions, pride, self-righteousness, greed, lust. We're trading it all in, God. For you, it is not a popular way. It's not a popular way today to choose God over the bag. But Jesus said, what profits a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? God, don't don't let us lose our soul. When I think about senior citizens and when I think about young people, how they're treated in this country 
black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, white people, all people. God, we got one enemy that we've been fighting and it's Satan. It's not each other. God, heal our land. Lord, we repent. I repent. God, heal our land. Our families are disrupted. Our communities are disrupted. Our cities are disrupted. Our law enforcement is disrupted. Fire department is disrupted. Hospitals are disrupted. Government is disrupted. Lord, our nation is disrupted. The world is disrupted. God, we need you. We are returning back to our first love. Our first works. Doing it again. Our first love is you. Jesus is our advocate. Jesus, we thank you for the blood shed on Calvary. For the remission of sin. Thank you, Jesus. We can now come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Lord, we are crying out for mercy today. Have mercy on us, Lord. We are your creation. We are your created beings, God. You put the breath of life in us, God. And we need you. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over the atmosphere and the airways. I plead the blood of Jesus of whoever is listening right now under the sound of my voice, God. God, we need you. Lord, we repent for everything. Search our hearts, God. David said, if you wash us, we'll be clean. We'll be whiter than snow. If you cleanse us, God, cleanse us with hyssop, then we'll be made clean and we'll be made whole. David also says that wherever, wherever he goes, wherever we go, God, you are there. David said, if I made my bed in hell, you are there. There is nowhere we can go without you. So God, would you incline your ear one more time? Our children need you. Some even don't know they need you. Some are committing crimes and doing things, God. But they need you. I pray for our children in this country that a spirit of repentance will grip their hearts. I pray for every adult in this country. I pray that the spirit of repentance will grip their hearts the love that we should have for one another including me that I should have with other people for other people 
will fill my heart again. Many of us have been hurt, used, and abused by so many people that we've closed off our hearts. But God, we open our hearts again. But we can't do it without you. But you have mercy on us, Lord. And hear our prayers. We need you. We need you now more than ever. There's some people, God, that ask for special prayer today. So I pray, Lord God, that you will be merciful, Lord God, to hear my prayer for them. I pray for the Rattler family that's going through right now. They have to make a decision about their son, their loved one, God. But I pray you are still a miracle working, God. And if you would be merciful, that you are still a miracle working, God. Wake them up, God. Wake them up. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for one. He's in the hospital. None of us deserve mercy. God, I pray that you will have mercy on him. Get a hold of his heart, God. Deliver him, save him, set him free. Raise him up, God. One more time. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that your will be done. I pray for my friend. She's dealing with something very devastating right now. And you know what it is. God, won't you heal her heart? I know it's going to take some time. God, I pray for strength for the family. For her, her husband, her kids. Aunts, uncles, cousins. All those involved and connected. I pray for strength and healing, God. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that your will be done, Lord. I love you. There's no one above you. And Lord, I thank you for hearing my prayer. I pray, Lord God, that your will be done. Amen. What I say unto one, I say unto all. Watch and pray. This is in the mix.